Email todayradio at rte.ie. I love to go to the pub. I'm looking forward to going to the pub again and nightclubs, but they're not as important as schools. Those were the words yesterday of Thorsh the Leo Vragker, which seemed to pour cold water on whether the remaining pubs will be allowed to reopen at the end of August. The two vintners groups also say that they are less optimistic of reopening at the end of the month and they're calling for direct financial aid for businesses which have been closed for months now. All of this comes as 126 pubs that are currently opened have been found to be flouting COVID-19 regulations. So when will be the right time for the remaining pubs to reopen or should public health always come first? Well, to discuss this, I'm joined on the line by Professor Rory Brewer of the Department of Public Health and Epidemiology and at the Royal College of Surgeons Ireland. And I'm also joined on the line by Donal O'Keefe, Chief Executive of the Leitner Licensed Vintners Association, which represents uh, Dublin pubs. Um, Donal, I might come to yourself first. At this point, judging by the Taoiseach's comments yesterday and the local lockdown that we're seeing in the three counties um, the state of the virus at the moment would you be less than optimistic at the moment that the re- remaining pubs will reopen? We're deeply pessimistic um, the signs around us potentially reopening on the 31st of August are not good um, we're gravely concerned for those businesses, their families and their staff they've now been closed for a minimum of five and a half months it's a ferocious impact on the sector And we're calling on the government to put uh, an immediate financial aid package in place for those businesses. And have you been having discussions with senior ministers in in the past week? Yeah, over the last couple of uh, weeks, we've had meetings with with the Taoiseachs, with the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform and the Taunashta, who's also obviously the Minister for Enterprise. So we're making the case that these businesses need direct financial support. It has to be cash, it has to be money, that's the support is required after five and a half months without income. Uh, we need <clears throat> the extension of the wage subsidy scheme and the PUP payments at current levels for those staff uh, that are uh, attached to businesses that are still closed and likely to remain closed in the near term at least. And then there's a, a particular issue about extending licensing renewal for a period of 12 months. Would it still be your argument though, Donal, that the pubs should should be allowed reopen despite the developments of, of the last couple of weeks? Yeah, our, our clear and strong preference is to be allowed to open and trade. We understand it will be not running a pub like normal. We understand social distancing will be in place and that there will be lots of restrictions about how the business would operate. Pubs that serve food, uh, restaurants and hotels have all been open since the 29th of June. We're not aware of any particular problems caused by those businesses. We believe the wet pubs should be allowed open, should be given guidelines, should face restrictions, but critically have that opportunity to trade. Mm. So that's our clear first preference, but obviously we are all aware the signals around our potential reopening are not good. Mm. Um, I might go to yourself on this, Rory, because... uh as Donald is saying there, we haven't been given a whole lot of evidence of any direct links in Ireland, at least, between the reopening of the of the pubs and restaurants that have opened thus far and, and COVID-19. And in fact, while we were all spending a lot of time talking about pubs and restaurants and travel, the problem was actually, as we see it now, in, in meat plants and direct provision. So it's a time to look at this again at, at to where the real problem might lie. Uh, thanks, Sarah. Well, the sort of epidemic we've had in Ireland has been uh, uh, one of very much congregated settings. Uh, In March, April, May, it was hospitals and nursing homes. And more recently, it's been in meat plants. And yes, we have been largely free of uh, epidemics in the community and in pubs. But we know that the pub is an ideal venue for spreading and for super spreading of the virus if it is not well managed. Now, I'd like to 
pick up what uh, you know, Donald was saying there, and I think we do need to actually open up a discussion about what is a safe pub. And I think there's been a lot uh, in the media around it, and I think uh, government now needs to take a lead on this. I actually think the publicans have been treated a bit unfairly. There were guidelines produced on the 19th of June, which were quite inadequate, and then uh, new new targets are set, timelines, and five, six, ten days beforehand, they're told, sorry, we're postponing again. When, in fact, what the government should be leading is uh, a, a, a multi-agency approach to look at the whole issue of where alcohol is sold and where it's consumed. And I think if you just look at the pubs specifically, I think we've often heard members of Vintners Association and the publicans talking about the local. And I think if we could actually build on the model of my local, a local being the one pub that I attend, and I think one could actually think of it as a club, I go into it sober, uh, I come out of it without being drunk, come out of it within a, a period of time. It's all about customer behaviour, because when excess of alcohol is taken, whether it's in pubs or, or at house parties, that is what breaks down physical distancing. Mm. And I actually think publicans are, are, have the skills and the willingness to work on developing this good practice pub. And that's the one we need to be working at now over the next six to eight weeks. Yeah. And yet, uh, Donal, we, we know now that 126 pubs that are currently opened have been found to be flouting the regulations. So can we trust the pubs to, to do what, what they're being asked to do? Well, we know there's 3,500 pubs open in Ireland since the 29th of June. We know the Gardaí have found 126 in breaches of regulations. We've been very public and very clear uh, that those pubs should be closed. There should be objections to the licence. They're uh, treating with contempt the health of their staff and their customers. It's a bad reflection on the trade. They're damaging the prospects of other pubs reopening. We think this is an enormously serious issue, and those 126 pubs should face, in our view, a Garda objection to the renewal of their licence. But it does need to be seen in the context that 90, more than 97% of the pubs have been found to be compliant. The Garda, you know, lead their press statements with very high levels of compliance by the trade. I think one of the things that, that, that people should appreciate is both publicans and, more importantly, their customers have different expectations now about how pubs should trade. People's awareness of the public health requirements okay. uh, of so do you think a, a suggestion is such as what Rory is putting forward there, that you would have your one local pub, that would be your pub, you go to it, you go in sober and you come out not far from sober, you know, one or two drinks, you don't yeah. spend a whole lot of time there. Would that be a workable solution? Well... From our perspective, the most important thing is to get the opportunity to reopen. And as I said at the start, we do not expect to reopen and trade like normal. You, you know, we should remember that the current set of guidelines for the food pubs uh, in, in essentially involve us operating at 50% of capacity and with time restrictions. So with social distancing, we can't get more than 50% of our normal capacity in the pub. We do expect that the wet pubs, when they're open, will obviously be open, uh, operating at about half normal capacity. Uh, we have proposed that it would be with table service only. Congregating at the bar should not okay. be permitted. Um, and obviously, publicans are hugely experienced at managing alcohol consumption on the premises. Yeah, That's and, and what they I, do day in, day out. Can I go to you, Rory, on a text we have from a, a listener here saying, many European countries have managed to open both pubs and schools. What is wrong with Ireland that we just can't seem to do it? Well, I think the, the issue with the pubs is uh, it's our drinking culture and it's not that I, I would say the most publicans are, are responsible in what they do 
but there are it, it only takes five or ten percent of of people who consume alcohol to do it in an irresponsible way, and to do it in in a venue with others poorly ventilated, it gets increasingly noisy. Be it a pub or or it can be a restaurant and it can be a house party. We do need to change the culture uh, of drinking. And I think we just need to give publicans more of a role in actually doing that. And, and do you think, original, Rory, we can trust them yeah. with that 126 figure um, of, of pubs being found to flout the rules? Now, as Donald points out, that's out of a, a figure of uh, over 3,000 pubs in the country. But do you think that's an, a signal that we can trust the pubs? The problem really stems back to uh, the decision on the 19th of June to uh, allow pubs redesignate as restaurants. And I think what happened at that point was that there were some pubs who said, here's a, here's a, a way now I can turn my wet pub into a, a food pub, uh, and, and rushed into saying, I, I am now uh, virtually a restaurant. Uh, and on the other hand, I believe there were probably pubs who could have opened safely and who didn't. Um, and I think it, it was a bit of a device. And there's been all sorts of way of sort of codding uh, the, the regulations. The fact is, when the guards go in, all they can really measure at the moment is are there are there receipts from food, and have the contacts been uh, taken? And that's because the guidelines should be giving the responsibility on the publican not to let people in the door who have been drinking. Make sure that they're tested for uh, for their temperature, check their symptoms. Make sure everybody who comes into the pub gives gives uh, a contact number. And anybody who is breaking physical distancing, uh, consuming too much alcohol, should be asked to leave. But none of that was in the guidelines. I think we really need to go back and look at this and put it in the context of not only the pubs, but also uh, how sales are done uh, from supermarkets and off-licenses and how do we control house parties. Mm. Government needs to lead on this with a multi-agency approach. And I think in terms of the schools, no, we can't, we can't open pubs now uh, just as we're about to open the schools. We've got a period of six to eight weeks. Uh, Minister of Health, I believe, should lead on this so that we can really step back and maybe becoming a little bit more European in the way we consume alcohol uh, in, in groups people. Um, can I ask you, Donald, you were talking about the need for funding from the government in relation to this. Uh, do you have a figure in mind? Is there anything you've gone to the government with? Yeah, we've made a proposal to government based on the government's own restart scheme. Plus, uh, that scheme provides uh, grant assistance to all businesses, not just pubs, uh, ranging from 4000 minimum to 25000 maximum. We're arguing that that should be paid uh, Again, in addition to closed pubs from the 29th of June onwards, on a weekly basis, pro rata to the size of the grant they got originally. So in simple terms, the smallest pub in Ireland under our proposal would, would be eligible for a weekly payment of 270 quid a week, right up to the largest pub in Ireland at a maximum of 1,650 a week. Uh, it's based essentially on the commercial rateable valuation of the pub, which gives you a proxy for size. But our core point is that cash payments direct financial grant aid need to be paid to those closed pubs and closed pubs only, not all pubs, uh, from the 29th of June onwards. Uh, on the 29th of June, the food pubs could open, the wet pubs were kept closed, mm. they are now closed all July, they will be closed all of August and um, concerningly it doesn't look like we'll get open at the end of August. The only solution to both the business pressures on the pub and the financial pressures on the family of the owner is government aid. These are closed by government direction. They've been closed for five and a half months. 
government, just from a sense of righteousness now, should support these businesses okay. who are taking a ferocious hit um, from, from a public because of public health concerns. And can I ask you, Rory, in terms of the timeline, because as we've seen with the pubs, it keeps being pushed forward and forward again in terms of when they're going to be allowed to reopen. Um, are, you, are you saying you, you think if we, if we sat down and, and reimagined or, or drew mm. up the, uh, the strategy again, they could be open within six weeks? No, no. I, I think six to eight weeks is, is an indicative time to actually have a, a multi-agency approach. And let's involve all the relevant stakeholders. The Gardaí weren't involved at all in the original uh, guideline development, and yet they're the ones we've tasked with trying to uh, enforce them. Uh, no, this is going to be determined by uh, what, what happens in terms of the virus over the next six weeks. Uh, if the virus gets out into the community, well, it is there at the moment, but it seems to be linked mainly to these concentrated settings. But if we don't, if we can't suppress the, the, the community outbreak, and, and the concentrated ones we will suppress, we're, we're, you know, they're much easier to suppress, then this is going to be pushed out. But I don't think we're being fair to the publicans by not actually engaging them and other relevant stakeholders in defining what is the model uh, for alcohol consumption in, in groups of people moving forward and that process is going to take uh, a couple of months Okay, I just want to ask you then finally Donal I know you've been saying that the the uh, compliance with the regulations is, is pretty high co- considering the number of pubs in the country. We have a text here from a listener Dahi who is saying I've seen pubs open recently in Cork with the food offering being a menu from a pizza delivery service and Dahi is wondering if that's allowed and I know that Drive Time here on RT Radio 1 have done quite a lot on this as well in terms of lots of pubs around the country getting food from elsewhere swear, takeaways, etc., um, and using that as a way to, to offer food. Is, is that allowed in your view? Should that be allowed? Should pubs be doing it? Uh, well, the guidelines are silent on it. The guidelines just make clear that you have to provide a substantial meal, minimum nine euros, uh, to be allowed to sell alcohol. It, they don't require us to produce it on the premises, so once the food is provided, that's fine. I think, of course, it's an entirely legitimate response from businesses that have been closed three or four or five months who have a desperate need to get back in trade, to trade, that they can bring food in from other providers, sell it on the premises, prove, prove sale, have receipts, ensure some central meal is uh, consumed, uh, if they're selling alcohol, um, it's, of course, a legitimate response. All right. Well, thank you so much, both of you, for joining us this morning. That's Donal O'Keefe, Chief Executive of the Licensed Fitness Association and Professor Rory Brewer of the Department of Public Health and Epidemiology at the Royal College of Surgeons Ireland. Back after this. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.